So I just sent you a message that I took the Myers-Briggs test um, literally actually like, like 20 minutes ago before um, talking. Oh, because remember how on the last episode we talked how like my friend was reading um, like, like the like the personality of an INFJ. Mm-hmm. So she kind of linked me like the, the I guess the, the test that she took and um, mm. I finally took it. So it's like, well, I, I guess I might I, I meant to take it like this past weekend, but. I, I've been lazy, but I was like, well, maybe it'd be good podcast talk. So I just decided to take it right now. And yeah, I was blown away because apparently I'm an ENFP now. That's cool. I, and I, I responded that I'm not surprised that um, we like, because I, I was an ENFP once <laughs> <laughs> um, two months before I left Hong Kong, which made a lot of sense because I was like, I wanted to see everybody. So I kind of got into this like, extroverted mode and stuff and actually I remember a couple weeks back when I was telling you um how I I was I didn't want to be alone and this is when we started talking about being ambiverts yeah but I was pretty sure at that point I was like kind of ENFP and then um but now I'm not I I can feel it (laughs) that makes sense that you were an ENFP when I met you because I thought you were like a total like huge social type person super extroverted like, like really? upon like yeah, because I remember like when we first met before we had both moved to Hong Kong. Yeah. You had invited me. I was like, "Hey, I'm having a party with some friends in Hollywood. Um, you should you should come." And I'm like, "Well, this is oh. and this was like and, and at this point this was like beyond me. Like, oh god, okay, go, go, I get it. Because going to a, wait, but for me it's like going to a party with someone I've only had one conversation with with all her friends, and I don't know anybody there, and I barely know the host. I was like, this is beyond me." I think I had said, like, I can't make it. Okay, that makes sense because I was like, when I moved to Hong Kong, I immediately went back to introverted mode. So I was like, 
oh, in Hong Kong, I wasn't really outgoing. I was really shy. But yeah, the, so when we started talking, yes, that makes. I was going out a lot, and but I was mostly seeing just because I wanted to see people and everything. Um, yeah, I haven't taken the test yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe I am. Because hmm. because ENFPs are the one the one extroverted types that need more recharging time. Actually, it says something like that. Wait, does it say anything? Well, here's what it says. Uh, it's funny because I just messaged my friend, and she really she replied quickly. She said it fits me, and I was <laughs> like, "Fuck!" But here, okay, here's what it says. <laughs> you want to be an Here's here's what it says. General description of ENFPs. ENFPs are friendly and creative. They have an almost supernatural ability to accurately read people and events. ENFPs are curious wanting to know what else besides the routine approach might work. Um, they, and they are flexible, always willing to try something new. They are bored with regular routines and find themselves pulled into new adventures before they finish their new ones. ENFPs can be persuasive speakers, able to communicate a vision more easily than others can, and often make dynamic leaders. Um, I don't know if that fully describes me. Yeah. You know what I think, though? I feel like because you're kind of really, I think you're really balanced between introversion and extroversion and judging and perceiving, which is why you can kind of fluctuate. Because I think that's why maybe you're not like a true ENFP, because I don't know, maybe in two months you're going to be like J or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do, I've met people who I'm pretty sure they were ENFPs their whole life and that definitely like describes them and stuff like that um because yeah i don't think what even if i feel more because i feel like my true nature is pretty much like nfp for sure like introverted feeling perceiving so like the introverted extroversion can kind of switch in and out so like i don't think i'm a persuasive speaker at all you know and infps are way better at writing and i feel like my persuasion comes from like writing and stuff like that so it's, I think, um, but I just, I just was like, it's really cool that you're kind of pretty balanced, that you can kind of become different people. Um, to be fair, maybe today was not the best day for me to take it because <laughs> I had a very anxious day. Like I had an anxiety oh. attack this morning for like the th- and like all of, up until at least noon time. And I generally felt pretty stressed out today. And, um, yeah, so I don't know if maybe that affected my answers. Like maybe I, I would say maybe I should retake this test on a day where I'm feeling more, you know, more Vince-like. It was for me. It was super easy, but while I was taking the test, I was also watching Friends on Netflix, um, super drinking a, drinking a beer and eating my um, Korean takeout dinner. So I don't know if I, I wasn't giving the test 100% of my. Uh, now that all this stuff is pouring out. On top of the anxiety field day, I don't know if this test is not accurate with all these factors. I'm I wouldn't be surprised though if you're an ENFP because I feel like you can be very extroverted and you can be very perceiving. So like if you were suddenly like ESTJ, I would be shocked. Maybe we should explain. What's an ESTJ? So well, ESTJ. So it's like your extroverted sensing thinking and judging and so just because i like huh i like this uh it's the executive the executive personality type yeah but these are the types of people who are like so he, this is the one where it's more like uh, what's 
Mexico. Okay, ESTJs are representative of tradition and order, utilizing their understanding of what is right, wrong, and socially acceptable to bring families and communities together. That is not you, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. if you suddenly were, you were like, I have an ESTJ, I'd be like, what went wrong? Okay, <laughs> give me an example. Like, I wouldn't be friends what? with an ESTJ. What's an ENSTJ? Like, give me an example of someone famous who's an e- ENSTJ. Okay. ESTJ. Famous ESTJs. Oh, like, okay, these are all like, political figures. Like, Hillary Clinton, Condoleezza Rice, Dr. Phil, Martha Stewart, oh, Michelle man. Obama. Like, it's like, basically, but it makes sense. These are people who, like, they want to be leaders. They want to, like... I don't really like any of them except Michelle Obama. Like, <laughs> okay, like okay, first of all, like, I can't... Like, even ISTJs, I can't really... Okay, because you know, like, there's different personalities, right? Yeah. And it's like, I, I know if someone's an ISTJ, and I don't like them. Not because I'm like, oh, you're an ISTJ, I don't like you. It's just because even before I know what they are, it's just like we're clashing. Because, so ISTJs, introverted, introverted, sensing, thinking, judging, assuming. Basically, anyone who's... So they're the logistician. Let's look up famous... ISTJs. I think I'm gonna guess they're probably more scientists. Oh no, George Washington. Oh well, I mean that's a good one right there. Oh, uh, was it Sigmund Freud? Freud. <laughs> Nixon. Like it's just like people who are like, okay, so ISTJs are ISTJ. The general thing is like. Okay, there. This is like the most abundant. Most, I guess, most people are. Okay, so they're they're defining characteristics of integrity, practical logic, and tireless dedication to duty make ICJs a vital core to many families, such as as well as organizations that uphold traditions, rules, and standards, such as law offices, regulatory bodies, and military. Nope, that's not definitely. Yeah, not, like not, why not, would you want to hang of, out with an ICJ? Yeah, no not offense. not my kind of person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But oh, um, I, I if you thinking, are listening to this podcast and that's who you are, maybe you should just unsubscribe. Like, I don't even think they would listen to this podcast. Like, okay, what I was thinking of the scientist personality was INTJs. So the difference is N. It's the creative part and stuff. But it's anyway, so I'm just saying, like, I usually can't get along with STJs. IST, like, so ISTJ, ESTJ, like, I probably can't. Because it makes sense. Because they're the, if they're all about tradition and and logic and stuff it's like why would they want to hang out with someone who's like creative like we get into arguments all the time which they would probably like but i don't so so there yeah. you go they could go there yeah they're just out of the bubble <laughs> they're not part of our world no get out just get out <laughs> stay where you are um so oh so i so like as people who listen to the show know that uh Paige and i have a zine um, I thought of this funny zine idea that we could possibly do in the future. Because, uh-huh. um, like, a couple, like, two, I think it was, like, last <laughs> weekend or the weekend before, um, I, we were, my friend and I were doing that thing. We were just, like, looking up our names on Urban Dictionary. Mm. You know how it's, like, create, what if we did, like, an about the creators part in one of our zines or all the contributors and, and with their names, we just put, like, their uh, Urban Dictionary entries. Maybe the theme. <coughs> sorry, I was excited. The theme could be either like names or like slang or like some you know like Mitch Urban Dictionary. So it's like because they're pretty. Because I already looked at me and you, and they're pretty awesome. 
Oh my god, what is it? So first, okay, let me do me. Okay. So my, the top, de there's a couple de definitions for Vince. Um, the top one is awesome. So Vince, top definition, a term used for drunks. Also <laughs> used as a verb for drinking way too much. For an example, man, he's a total Vince. I'm going to get Vince tonight. <laughs> um, so that would be like my little bio on the zine if we did it. Paige, a young, sexy, classy, intelligent, sophisticated young woman that definitely has it going on. Ayo, you see that chick? She's definitely a Paige. Posted by Sexy Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they have to like your special spelling of Paige too. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty rad. This is cool. I'm going to like it. <laughs> yes. I'll upload my, my real name too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to post mine, uh, my definition, probably on Twitter, my Tumblr. I'm just pinned it on there because <laughs> I, I definitely like that one. <laughs> <laughs> when um, we did mine, we spent like the rest of the night like, yeah, we're going to get vinced tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah. Um, besides that, and other zine stuff, um, yeah, we're, I, we're, I'm going to Boston next, next month, or oh my gosh. in October. I'm going to Boston in October. When's the Austin one? That one is in November, on my birthday weekend, actually. Oh my gosh, you are, like, so cool. I know. You are representing, yes. Um, okay, but I don't know if we're, so the Austin one, I, I sent in our application, um, even if we don't get accepted, I might just go because I really want to go to Austin and that would be a good excuse. Yeah. Um, so, but Boston is first. And, you know, I've never been to Boston. I feel like it's going to be definitely, it's not going to be Portland. It's not going to be as glorious as my Portland visit was. But, I mean, it should ha it should be a good time. I mean, <clears throat> that's where uh, Boondock Saints is from. Cheers is from Boston. They have tea parties there. You know, I would actually be really curious about Boston because, like, I could probably move there, but I don't, I thought it would be shitty, so I don't want to move there. <laughs> but um, if you, because, so I need, I need your opinion. I need to see, like, I need you to be my eyes and see, because almost everyone I know who's gone to Boston, it's like, I mean, they're usually, they're into sports, and so it's like, so for my, like, um, understanding it's a very sporty town and or red Sox. Um, yeah. yeah and i don't like any of those sports so i just and oh very ivy league i heard so i was like oh it's not really my scene um but i'm but the fact that they have a zine fest i'm like okay there's definitely like a creative community somewhere there yeah like i'm gonna be i mean I, yeah i'm gonna be in that whole i guess like kind of like kind of like indie scene when i go over there and stuff yeah um yeah should be a pretty should be a pretty good time um i don't know what, what kind of food is famous in boston I, I, lobsters I was... right clam really? chowder right no it, wait isn't that more that's not new orleans right new orleans is no, that's like... more like maine is like lobsters but i heard i heard they do have like hot dogs oh, oh. really okay let's no. google no because new orleans is gumbo right yeah popular Food, Boston. Official food. It's lobsters. Fuck, I don't want. I don't care about lobsters. Well, have you ever had a lobster roll? I don't like lobster itself, but a lobster roll is fucking delicious. I had a lobster grilled cheese sandwich last week. It sounds it was, so good. That was pretty. Okay. That was that, that blew my world apart. 
Okay, so it looks like Boston food is just like normal food. Okay, they have beef stew. I mean, beef is always a good time. Bread pudding. Oh my god, it looks so good. <laughs> um, biscuits. Okay, this is just like, hold on, this is not right. Oh, what is it? Uh, Boston. I want like a culture in Boston. Here we go. Wikipedia. Okay, so cuisine in Boston is similar to the rest of New England cuisine in that it has a large emphasis on seafood and dairy products. Its best known dishes are New England clam chowder, fish and chips, usually with cod or scrod, baked beans. Oh yeah, baked beans, lobsters, lobsters, steamed clams, and fried clams. I'm not into any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I actually hate clam chowder. Well, I hate... Oh, actually, I've never had clam chowder, so maybe that'd be good. I really hate fish and chips. Not a fan of... What else was... What do they say? Baked beans. Beans. Beans gives me gas. No, I'm not going to eat beans. Yeah, well... I mean, I guess okay, I'm... so sounds like... <laughs> oh, but look, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, oysters. I don't like oysters. Um, oh, they have dim sum. They have, okay, Boston's Chinatown has a variety of Asian restaurants, bakeries, grocery stores, and medicinal herb and spice vendors. In addition to dim sum and other Chinese dining styles, there are Vietnamese, Japanese, Korean, and Thai restaurants in the neighborhood. That sounds uh, but I'm from they LA. They have cannolis. They're, they have cannolis. Okay, okay, first of all, the Asian stuff is not going to touch LA. I already yeah, know. So no chance. No chance. I'm from SGV. True. Come on. Come on. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm going to say that. You probably won't like the food in Boston. I'll probably just drink a lot of beer. Yeah. Even in Portland, I just ate pretty. I just had mac and cheese, and I don't. I didn't eat oh any soup. Now, honestly, yeah, I love Portland so much, but I don't remember any food that blew me away. It was all about the beer and hanging out. So, mm. okay, it's not gonna be. It's definitely not gonna be a food trip. But there's there's food trucks. Oh, that's cool. I mean, because usually food trucks they try to do different things, so it's like. A guide to the best food trucks in Boston. Um, the taco truck. Grilled cheese. Should I? Do you think I should listen to that Augustana song when I'm like flying over there? Yes. Get yourself in the mood. Because that like song it. is literally about leaving California to go to Boston. <laughs> oh, get out of California. I'm always, I always love to theme, like, if possible, like, theme your trips, you know, like, get, get yourself into the, um, the groove of the city. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hang out with my friends? Uh, I have not yet. Oh. Okay. I was trying to hang out yesterday, um, but, like, she already had plans, like, that, mm -hmm. I was invited her to, like, this comedy show. Because she told me about it, so I was like, oh, we could talk about it. <laughs> no wait okay so <laughs> um because i was just thinking about the penguin ninjas the email the penguin ninjas email oh yeah about how he was like i would hang out with you guys but you guys would probably <laughs> talk about our hangout on the podcast and i was like we don't have to but then i kind of wanted to talk about well i wasn't gonna go in depth about like so what do you think we're my friends but i just wanted to see like what happened but <laughs> that would be you know, enough and we would definitely talk about it but it wouldn't be like a review, like, this is what we think about Penguin Ninja, and on a scale from 1 to 
10, we rate this meeting like a 7. You know, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> and it would be a 10. It wouldn't be a 7. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess what we, I mean, I can't promise anything. <laughs> oh, should we, get to, should we get to his email? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have uh, it pulled up? Wait. Oh yeah, I you had mentioned that before. Like you, you would I, probably be sick doing this recording. I wanted my voice, but I'm getting better. But I was, I was like hoping my voice would be super deep, where yeah. I wouldn't sound like myself. But I don't think it's that deep, is it? No, it sounds. I mean, it sounds fine it sounds to me. Same. Yeah. Let's see. It's a very long one. So how should we divide it? Um, let me pull it up myself. I guess we. I guess the parts that are directed to me, you could read. The parts directed to you, I will read. Okay. Let's see. Where is it? Okay. Oh, well, he even broke it down. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maninja, you the best. Yeah. So, who should read both? Um. You know what? You could read. You could read. Oh it. yeah, because in like it's okay. Both. <laughs> You guys seem to always be busy, but manage to make a podcast, but never actually take time to re-listen to any of them. Paige always forgets, and Vince just remembers everything. Probably the funniest episode is when you guys answered if you could sing Taylor Swift. Both of you said you couldn't or were too shy to, but as the other person was speaking, you guys broke out into song like you stole the mic. That was so freaking funny. I know. Yeah, that was, that was a good time. <laughs> okay, Vince... Why do you think having an iPhone is too mainstream, Vince? <laughs> and do you really consider the podcast podcast as part of a social activity? And what other podcasts do you and Paige listen to? All right. So to answer first question, come on, dude. The second question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely consider the podcast as part of a social activity because it's talking. And, you know, this is how Paige and I hang out. Pretty much nowadays, since we're, you know, separated by the vast ocean. Yes, um, I agree. And, you know, even other podcasts in general, I feel like they're all social activities. I mean, if you listen to Mark Marin's podcast, when he interviews people, they're pretty much just hanging out. Um, and what other podcasts do you and Paige listen to? Um, Paige, I'm pretty sure you listen to none. Yeah, no, I listen to Mutually Awkward. That's, that's a yeah. great. That's a great podcast idea. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Mm -hmm. um, me, well, that's quite a question. I listen to. Let me see. So, see, I, so I guess my favorite podcast would be Frank and Eric Internet Famous, which is kind of like our podcast, pretty much. It's two friends shooting the shit. Um, I also listen to This American Life. I listen to Radio Diaries, Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, the Film Podcast, Wiretap Podcast, Mortified Podcast, The Star Wars Report, um, Sex, Love, and Money, and The Next Weekend Show, which is another like Shooting the Breeze type podcast. Um, that's, oh my god, that's, I'm that's, just at like... the, that's at the top of my head. How do you have time to listen to all these podcasts? Like, is it when you're working? When I'm like working, when I'm like doing not editing, but more graphic stuff, so I, I need audio, or doing my commute too. I see. 
Um, there are probably other podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, I actually watch... I think I... I these days, I listen to more podcasts than, like, watch TV and movies, pretty much. I... Okay, well, I used to listen to Radio Lab a lot. And I also... I listened to The Moth before. I've yeah. heard of those, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. Mutual Apple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mutual Apple is the best. Mutual Apple Podcast at Tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Mutual Apple at Gmail.com. Send us an email <laughs> with your thoughts and questions. You know. You know what to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I'm with Paige on group texting and getting quiet around friends and people think something's wrong. Last time I got that, I was at a conference with, oh, last time I got that, I was at a conference with some people and my energy ran out at the dinner we were having, so I just got quiet. And then the people I came with think something's wrong with me and I'm, or I'm, that I'm mad. And it's just too annoying to explain how, so it's, yeah, I mean, we've all been there. Um, it's, it's most likely because I only see them at my peak when we are at board meetings where I actually need to be engaging, engaging. I actually explained it to my friend what bitch face is since he thinks I'm mad. (laughs) I, so when you said the part where it was like, um, it's because I only see them at my peak. That makes sense because before I would only hang out with those friends, like, once in a while. So I was like ready to see them. I was like all energized. But it was a wizard to see each other way more often. That obviously I can't be if I'm gonna see you like almost every day or whatever, like I'm not gonna be like ah the whole time, you know what I mean? Like I mean with some people I can. Yeah. But some people especially with these groups. Like I think if it was one on one I could easily do it. But if it's like a group thing, like immediately I can't do that. So I think because I see them more often, they see another side of me and they're like Oh, I didn't know you had, you were able to possess multiple sides, you know, which I think, like, I don't know, when people get quiet and stuff, I just assume, like, they're tired or they don't want to talk or, you know, like, I, I don't know, I guess, yeah, I'm not one-dimensional. Um, what do you do when that happens? Do you, like, do you, like, just power through the night or do you, like, just leave? Well, it depends because sometimes, like, if I know that the situation will be over, like, it dinner then I'm like all right I'm just gonna leave after the dinner and stuff if it's usually hanging actually if I'm feeling like that I usually it's always it's usually it's like an outing to like to eat or something so I know I have like an end kind of thing and I usually don't if they want to hang out later I usually say no um but it's like when people ask me if everything's okay and stuff or I mean yeah they're just concerned and I usually but usually yeah, at that point it makes me just like get even more quiet if I tell them I'm fine I'm just tired yeah. and then and it's almost like then I'm like all right I already told you that so now I can just be tired and stuff <laughs> in peace <laughs> but yeah I think for me is usually when I just call it a night like I was at a party a few weeks ago um it was going pretty late it was like almost 3 a.m and these people weren't really my friends they're like my friends friends and my friend had passed out drunk and disappeared. And I, I was kind of, you know, I was actually doing pretty well with these new people just talking about stuff. And, but at, at that late in the night, everyone started getting into their own groups and just started talking. And I found myself just, you know, just being alone. And so I was like, all right, this is time for me to call it a night. And like, luckily, and before I had my, my um, you know, before I started using Uber, I would have been trapped there if I just called an Uber. And, you know, I just took off. Uh, I, I, w- I was considering doing an Irish exit. Oh, I was going to mention it. Yeah, just leaving. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, but it was like, you know what? Like, because fr- like, the, the person that I knew that wasn't really my friend, but like, 
I was the closest to, I knew I'd probably see him again. I didn't want to make things awkward. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I considered leaving, but I was like, you know what? My Uber doesn't come for like five minutes. So I, I just went, I was like, hey, I'm taking off. It was a good time. Have a good one. They were like, yeah, all right. And um, yeah, and I just Ubered straight home. And it was, it was, that was pretty great. God. Yeah. I think and, I'm learning. Sorry. I just, yeah, and it's funny because I think before I would have stuck around, but I think mm. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of growing to the point where it's like, I don't, it's like, all right, I'm done. I just leave. Yeah, I'm learning because, like, I was really stressed out for the past couple weeks. I think I always get stressed out when suddenly, like, I feel obligated to hang out with people because, like, for example, if everyone's still around, then I can kind of manage my time more. But I have friends who are leaving, so you, you're like, okay, I need to go see them because I won't see them for a long time after. But it's when this stuff happens, I end up getting really stressed out because for me, my personal schedule, like it's all fucked up because like I would say for the last month or two, I had no me time really. Like I just, like every day I had something planned and it wasn't until yesterday I actually made dinner at home. I like hung out at home for the first time in like a month because I was sick. So I was like, I can't go out anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't believe like, I really need to remember to schedule time with myself, really, because, like, I just forget, or I just think, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get dinner or whatever and stuff, and then I'm just, a week later, I'm like, why am I so tired? Why do I hate everybody, you know? And I think it's, so now, like, every weekend, I have, I make sure to have one day where I, like, do my work and do some stuff, and I, now I'm telling people to, like, oh, I need to do work later, so I can't hang out with you, like, all day or whatever, you know what I mean? And yeah. Felt really good to do that. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Which do you guys think is better? Plenty of fish or Tinder? In my opinion, they both suck. I don't even know what plenty of fish is. <laughs> well, then so. I guess you're leaning towards Tinder. Yeah, but I would also say I'm not like a huge fan. Like I'm, I'm already like, I still use it, but it's like, it's so boring now. And like, I just, it's, it was totally not what it was when I first used it. <laughs> Like, I match with people. No one, I think, but that's what it is. Like, you match up with somebody, and you either talk to them, and if you talk to them, it's really just, like, nothing. Just, like, just shoot, like, just really wasting time. Or you don't talk to them. It's almost like to see, oh, I matched up with them. It's like a game. Like, oh, I matched up with them. Yay, okay, moving on. Like, have you ended up actually, like, going out with any of, like, first, the people you've been talking to? Like, no. The guy, like the, so not even the guy we, like, shared in the last episode? No, because basically he just, he got really boring well i think actually think it got really weird actually because we found out we had a lot of mutual friends so he started talking to me about them and he got really like whoa i've never met you and then you're like you know my friends and they started telling me about his ex and i was like okay like <laughs> well, first of all that's already he's already he's a total loser because like no one wants to hear about an ex no especially someone you haven't even okay first of all you talk about exes like after you've been together for a while and yeah. it comes up and not like even before you got out you know what the fuck yeah it felt i mean it wasn't like offended by it but i was like this is strange because it feels like we're friends like this like he wasn't like he wasn't like complaining about his ex or anything he just mentioned my ex used to work with like our friend and then later he had mentioned her again and it's just like this is like if we were friends this would be fine or even fr not friends if we were we, if you were telling me this in person, that would have been okay, but it's like we never even met. Like, I don't even know you, you know? So it, I think we both kind of felt it, so we both just let the conversation die. And mm -hmm. 
and I would say, like, almost every conversation I've had with somebody, it just, like, you could feel, like, the first day, everyone's making an effort to be curious, and by the second day, you're like, what's the point? And just, like, I just didn't respond to these people. <laughs> not because I don't think they're not interesting. It's just, but that's the thing, right? It's, like, I'm sure in person, they're really interesting. Because I think in person, I'm super interesting. But, like, I mean, we were talking about this last time where I could spend time crafting a text message to make it really interesting. But to be frank, I really, like, if I don't care, if I don't know this person, for me, it, like, bothers me to have to waste time <laughs> writing to this person. You know what I mean? Like, if I knew this person and I liked them, I would probably spend more time. But I'm like, I don't know this guy. Like, he could be an asshole for all I know, you know? Like, or whatever. So I'm not going to spend five minutes texting him. So I think I just, like, I was like, eh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess to answer that question, then, they both suck pretty much. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think zines are valid mentioning if someone asks you read anything? Fuck yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. I mean, who are you asking? Of course. Um, okay. And would you think, oh, read some zine, dude, dude, if you want some zine, dude, if you want, oh, Penguin Ninja, you should, you know what? I want to send you, you, if you want our zine, like, message we'll us. We'll send you a zine. Yeah. Send, do like, it. Yeah. Like, Vince. send me a mailing address. And I will send you, I will send you a zine, um, if you want it. But um, I hope you do, because yeah, they would be pretty awesome. So yeah. Actually, I just had a great idea. We should do like, I mean, I don't have that many zines on hand, but I think between the two of us, we have quite a, a collection. I think so. I feel like maybe once a week we can do a zine review of like we don't have to like read the whole zine, but we can talk about a zine um, that we have. And then we could post a picture on Tumblr or something, so we could just let people know what kind of zines are out there. That would be awesome. Yeah. And maybe next week we could, or like, like so if we, I think if we each week we take turns sharing a zine that we would have. I think we would do it for at least like ten or more episodes, if not like twenty episodes. I, I mean, I I have so many yeah. zines from Portland and stuff. Like I could yeah. go for a while. Yeah. And, and should we post it on the, the podcast Tumblr and the? Like, like, seen Tumblr, like, oh, this week we reviewed. Hell yeah, we should do that. That's a great idea. Cool, see. And would you think it's better if there was a blind, if there was blind dating where you guys only know the person's gender, nothing physical, and you guys both have to mesh so when you meet, meet, either you are going to judge them or accept them for who they are? Hmm. Paige, what do you think my answer is? I would say you'd be like, no. Big time no. You're like I because you're like, what if she's fat or something? <laughs> well, okay, it's a combination of things. Okay, first of all, I want to know if I'm going to deal with someone. I want to know what she looks like because yeah. if she, that, okay, okay, just knowing a person's gender, I'm, that's no okay. That's that's a bad idea. Like I don't see. It. Okay, I mean, no. Anytime you go on a date with someone, there is somewhat of an attraction, whether you meet them online or in real life, there is an attraction. And if you, even if someone, and even if someone is attractive, if even if the person who shows up at the blind is attractive, what if she totally sucks and yeah. you have nothing in common? Um, okay, well, at least she's attractive, so there's that. But what if she totally sucks, nothing in common, and I'm not attracted to her? It's a total bad, t it's not even like, it's not even like hanging out with a friend then because it's like, it's with someone, because it's not, because, you know, if, if I'm not attracted, it's at least, okay, well, we, I can still, we can still have a good time. But someone who's not cool, and that I'm not attracted to, 
I'm just gonna go to the bathroom and not come back. That's what I'm gonna do. I will agree with that because, like, I feel like while well, that is like a, a good idea, on, like, to test your character how shallow you are, but really, like, okay, so I'd match with this guy on Tinder, and when you're first matching, you're just like, whatever, because I don't even know if I'll match up with this person. So I matched up with this guy, and he started immediately started talking to me. He really wanted to hang out. His eagerness was already kind of like, okay, chill. But then paired with his picture, suddenly, because, okay, before, when I saw him, I was like, oh, cute, right? Yeah. But now he's eager. It's something I was looking at his pictures. I was like, dude, he actually looks really creepy. Like, he was cute when I first glanced through it. But when you really stare at it, I'm like, I can imagine. So I started imagine looking into his face in person. I was like, he actually has, like, a huge potential to be a creep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, his eyes, something something unsettling about his face, like, something unsettling, where it's attractive, but his eyes, something about his eyes, he looks like he'd be insane, you know? Like, so, I need to see what they look like. Because you, I think when you look at a person, you can kind of so, get a sense of who they are, really. I mean, but, you know, like... So, like, I when think. you first saw his picture, you thought, oh, this guy has passion. He has a fire in his eyes for life. And then after talking to him, it's like, wait a minute, those eyes aren't excitement and passion and enthusiasm and, you know, ambition. <laughs> those are the eyes of insanity. <laughs> yeah, no, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, I actually, no, I remember I hesitated for a bit. I was like, oh, this guy looks like he could be kind of crazy. But let's say, okay, let's say I was like, he's he's cute or whatever. So, like, yes. But everyone, always, was, everyone kind oh, of always wants to fuck crazy, you know? I don't. I um, don't. You hot crazy? Do like, it's kind of like. No. Like that's, an, that's not my bucket list, though. I think it's because you, I've been with crazy, I don't need crazy, like, I've been with real crazy, and twice, and I don't, I'm like, I'm, I'm it's not, like, I don't want crazy, I want, not like boring, but I want someone who's just, I want chill, chill, like, like, I've had, I think I've had the opportunity to date crazy, like, the stalker from one year ago, yeah, um, oh, fuck, speaking of which, um, so when, when Ivy came to visit, she made me tell that story in front of the people. I, I mean, she didn't make me, but she, like, brought it up. She's like, oh, yeah, tell them about your stalker. And I'm like, fuck. And, like, cause I'm, I'm kind of tired of telling that story. <laughs> and, like, but I told it. And, like, and then, but and as I was telling it, I was getting a little, like, stressed out. Because just thinking about the whole situation again. I was like, oh, man. Like, yeah, I, I was like... actually getting kind of, like, a bit of a mini anxiety attack just thinking about the whole story. And, and then the whole the whole situation um, of how I didn't get to see Alien and a whole night was wasted and then she tried to hold my hand and all that. and like I was and that night I, I went to McDonald's because I was like so stressed out I, reliving that like like three weeks ago I started feeling that same way again. Yeah. So still do it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe a different kind of crazy. I don't know. Okay, I feel like okay when people say crazy. I feel like it's really general. Like, they're just like, yeah, crazy. And everyone thinks, like, someone who's spontaneous and wild. And that's, of that. yeah, that sounds kind of fun. But then I think of the people who are, like, sociopaths or have, like, severe, you know, like, that's not, I mean, it's kind of like, you don't want to date somebody who is a sociopath. Like, trust me, I've been there. It's not fun. It's really sad. And they're just not nice people, you know? And it's just, so it's like, I think, most people's idea of crazy is just wild, like wild, spontaneous, like hot stuff. But I'm like, no, I've I've seen the other side, and and also that's not even crazy. That's just being wild and spontaneous. You know, that's that's more like that's more like 
crazy as in like a um like a positive way versus actually being mentally unstable yeah i mean the friend that i'm putting on my bucket list is like definitely crazy crazy it's not do you like, want mentally unstable? Well, I don't know. I mean, like when schizophrenic. I feel like you're describing like Natalie Portman in Garden State or something. Like I'm but not a pixie dream she, girl in a but way. She wasn't crazy, crazy. She just had some problems. Like I'm talking, like <laughs> I guess my spectrum of crazy is like because I know crazy. You know, like yeah. it's, it's been in my life and stuff, and it's 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 just it's not fun. <laughs> and it's not like manic pixie dreams like serious like not <laughs> um i just wanted to say that like i we're like halfway through and i was thinking maybe we could finish off this last paragraph but maybe we can continue this message like next week or something because i need to read it okay uh let me just mention one thing uh listeners okay. or newer listeners um since i did mention the stalker my stalker from last year if you want to hear that whole story I believe just looking at our old episodes and by the titles, it was mutually awkward episode three titled "Creepy Crushes," where we I, we probably talked about that story and something else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Go. Wait. Last paragraph. Okay. <clears throat> and wouldn't it be better not to reply with witty messages when you can't do it in person, because you can take time to think of the perfect response from texting, but it will be an awkward silence if you're trying to construct a perfect response making it mutually awkward. Ben should do stand-up. He loves telling stories, and his J-Mode stories are always funny. Have you considered it? I thought when I was like, yeah, I never, I could suddenly, suddenly, I never thought of you as a comedian. When he said that, I was like, I could see you doing it. <laughs> well, speaking of J-Mode stories, um, I guess I'll save this for next week because we're running low on time. Um, Patch-eyed bum, and I just won't. That's all I'm going to say. Patch eyed <laughs> bum. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, there's quite a lot of letter. It's an awesome letter, Penguin Ninja. Um, I guess, yeah, we're going to have to save it for the next episode. Yeah, these are, this is, these are really great. Like, yeah, cool. Yes! Um, okay, but uh, one more thing. Um, so, about um, the blind date. Um, I don't think it's really shallow that I would say no to that because I feel like. Yeah, I, I feel like. <coughs> I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like when you're dating someone, attraction is important. Yeah, but, I agree. And I'll, just knowing the person's gender, I don't know. I mean, it's a nice idea, but I, I personally just feel like it's not enough. Yeah, that's how I feel. I think it's a nice idealistic thing, but um, for me, I mean, I need physicalness. Physicality is very, very important. I mean, come on. What if he wears parent glasses? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, like, also, like, also, like, just we have nothing in common. It's like, when you go, yeah. like, I don't know, I feel like with dates, even real blind dates where friends set you up on a blind date with a mutual friend, they kind of set it up where they feel like you guys might like each other, you know? Yeah. So I feel like yes, a random yeah, blind date yeah. where it's like, all right, we're throwing up, he has a penis, she has a vagina, let's throw them together and see what happens. I just feel like it might be lucky, but it just <coughs> might, I don't know. I, I no, feel like I also want to go back to the thing about friends recommending actually i would be up for blind dates if i knew my friends set me up depending on the friend depending yes exactly because i've had some friends who are like yeah you should be with this person and i'm like i don't trust your judgment on it like people you find attractive or i mean you, you've been fucking crazy for six months yeah. so it's like <laughs> if it would be like a trusted friend and yeah and yeah. I would kind of want to, and if, if it's between friends, I pro it probably wouldn't even be, like, completely blind, you know what I mean? Like, 
you probably kind of know about this person and hopefully I've heard good things about this person to want to date them. Yeah. So those that is the type of blind date that a mutually awkward supports. <laughs> Between <laughs> friends. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, uh so let's see what episode what episode is this now? Oh, oh yeah, 39. Um, Penguin Ninja, thanks again for the letter. We will finish answering it on big episode 40. Woohoo! Yeah. Alright, guys, keep it weird and keep it awkward. Bright lights, you know, right? I'm gonna see you again. And now you got me started. I'm shaky.